0: This is David Poland, and this is the audio podcast version of DP Thirty. Ah, the joy of computer. Hello.
1: My favorite, <laughs> my favorite interviewer that I've ever, ever, ever done an interview with.
0: Well, that's a lot of people.
1: <laughs> You're my favorite, and I, and I love your interviews with everybody. You're my favorite one.
0: It is much appreciated. DP-30. Yep. Still DP-30 after all these years. It's still confusing to everybody, but, you know, they still say. I
1: love it. I want to be, is this DP-30?
0: This will be DP-30, yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, I feel
0: honored. (laughs) On today's show, the very hip, very happening Alex Wolf of Pig. So how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. You survived Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, a few pounds heavier, which is good. (laughs)
0: But no pork for Thanksgiving, just turkey.
1: Uh, Right, but I I do eat pork.
0: You do eat pork, but not on Thanksgiving or not when you're making pig.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm gonna be totally honest. I ate pork while I was making pig. (laughs) And to be even more honest, I didn't really love the pig. And this is like, I love animals. I'm the animal guy. Like I wanted to love the pig so bad pain in the ass big time pain in the ass this this big big time you can ask nick he agreed um and i love animals but yeah i i eat uh, eat pork i eat it all
0: have you done many had many animals on movies before
1: yeah well i did i did stella's last weekend which was me and my brother and my mom and we had our dog stella who i'm gonna get choked up if i keep talking about because she just died loved her so much um and, uh, you know, I worked with dogs on the Naked Brothers band when I was a kid, my dogs. And so I've worked with mostly dogs, and there's a ton of dogs in Stella. I'm trying to think other animals and the pigs on this one. Mm. I'm trying to think. I guess that might be it. I've worked with, I guess, mostly dogs, but what a, what a blast it is working with dogs. They're the best.
0: Yeah, pigs are too smart for their own good.
1: You know, exactly. Tell me about it.
0: So how many pigs were this? I mean, it's such a very specific. Mainly movie. one.
1: It's mainly one.
0: Yeah.
1: It was mainly whatever her name is. I forget. She actually, she passed away, which made me sad because she, you know, she was just, she was, they're cute. They're cute little pigs. It's just, she was just uh damn, she did not listen at all. And I know the pigs are like supposedly very smart, but bullshit i was there that big i'll take any other dog will say hey come here they will come but maybe it's just that the pigs the pig didn't want to you know didn't want to listen and didn't want to adhere to the to the rules maybe it was a rebellious pig
0: a willful pig
1: no a not willful pig or, or maybe it was will its own will
0: that's right its will was to not act
1: yeah and then it wrote its own will when it died
0: maybe it was a method pig
1: If it was a method pig, it did a terrible job. The pig is supposed to love Nick and Nick couldn't get that pig to do anything. I was the favorite, by the way, because I played hard to get and the pig followed me around because I I finally was like, you know, because I know I play the game with cats, too, because I love cats, too. You don't just run up to a cat and say, oh, you're so cute and start petting it. You got to walk in and hey, I see you. You know, you got to play a little bit of a game and then the cat will. Come to you, and I felt the same about the pig, and I was right. And everyone else was like, "It's so cute, let me pet it." And the pig, like,
0: you had this relationship with actors as well, or just pig? The-
1: yeah, everybody. This is my relationship. Is that, that I-
0: handling everybody? Oh, I'm the
1: opposite with people. With Nick, I was like,
0: "Hi, I'm such a big fan."
1: That's my normal. That's my normal speed. It's just
0: hello, I love you. So did you get a lot of time or any time on this to, to get up in Nick's face before you had to start shooting? Really? Oh, yeah. or-
1: I mean, we, we both, it was this amazing thing where we both got awards at um, Toronto film festival right. and uh, we met and hung out there and fell madly in love. But um, I'd actually written a letter to him years before about how much his work meant to me. Mm. And I don't think I got to him actually, but uh, then um we met up and just did a read through and then spent the next two months hanging out every day. There wasn't like an evening where we didn't hang out. You know, we just got really, really close. We're both, you know, need or uh, are in, are in looking for friends. And uh, we just had the same interest and love the same, sometimes esoteric films and, and just both bonded over Bergman and, and Kiruneko and, Carnival of Souls and all these movies that I thought no one else had seen, and we uh, just bonded over them.
0: Well, it's funny because the couple experiences I've had with Nicholas are both surprising how kind of normal he is. I mean, I guess everybody always gets up like for the Nick Cage experience, but it's really he seems like a just a guy in a lot of ways.
1: Just a really vulnerable guy. I think that the only reason people think that is they're not used to someone being so vulnerable in the press. And I think everybody's so used to, you know, everybody's just so high and polite and and strapped in. And Nick is a loose, you know, vulnerable guy. He's a rock star. He's like, he's like John Lennon or Prince or somebody. He's just, he's, uh, he, he goes to his own rhythm. And, and I think that's what attracted me so much to him because I felt lost in, in the world of people being maybe, phony or, you know, I don't know. He's just, he's just a real original, a real unique and real vulnerable guy.
0: You you actually seem to make choices to not be in that weird, non-realistic place as an actor. Is that, I mean, and this again, another first time director, you're working, I believe next with another first time director. Um, That is an intentional choice.
1: Well, what do you mean? Because in terms of being realistic, you're right. That's the whole. That's the whole game. Is you know you have to be realistic in terms of working with first time directors. I actually was just talking about this. I think first time directors have a lot to prove, and they are. This is their baby. Always, their first time is their baby. Unless there's some you know schmuck, and then there's no point. And you know, there's a lot of first time directors that, you know you don't want to work with. But a few of the most special things that I've read and my greatest successes have been first time directors throughout my whole career and um, and always with with House of Tomorrow or Hereditary or, or Pig or, you know, I think this next movie, Susie Searches, I I had such a I have such a blast being with people who it's the end of the world if this movie doesn't work. And sometimes some a third time or fourth time filmmaker, sometimes not always, but sometimes you get the feeling that this is not they don't. Live and die by what they're doing. It's more like, you know, well, when I did this other thing, it was this, so I should do this. Or when I did this other thing, um, and so I get really excited to work with first-time filmmakers. And and you know, some people think it's crazy, but I don't know. It's only benefited me, and uh, and and I think it's incidental that they're first-time. You know, it's kind of like that doesn't really cross my mind. It's more that I think these unique people. Uh, have this unique vision. And the only thing that's first time director about them is that if this shit doesn't work, I might not get another chance. And those stakes are what I gravitate towards. I love that because I feel the same way every time I do a movie. It's like, well, this doesn't work. This is going to be devastating.
0: So do the movies that have been commercial hits, I mean, real favorite commercial hits, like Jumanji movies. um, Do you feel the effect of something like that on your, options in your career as much as something like hereditary where there was all this intense industry attention and, and you know cult kind of uh, movie lovers attention
1: i mean that's how it started but the biggest when i go like away in foreign countries everybody says hereditary hereditary hereditario. you know that's the movie it's more than than jumanji i think you know i'll get recognized decent amount but hereditary for me has been the most connecting in terms of the whole world. Like when I went to Switzerland, it was like crazy anywhere I went, it was like something about hereditary. And um, I don't examine my career. I just don't examine my career very much. I just don't. And if I do, then I I wanna grab a a drink and drink and not think about that because um, every bit of success that I've had has come from me following my instinct and following, thinking this is going to be either really fun or I think this is going to be really good or, um, and also it's like, you know, you just have muscle memory, like like, uh, it becomes a physical thing. Like, I just think, I just love these movies. Like I loved this movie I just did. Like I had a blast. I loved it and I love the script or whatever. You don't examine what it's going to do in the industry because you just can't predict it. I've been in a few movies that people said, this is the oscar moment this is the one like wait that have not turned out that way and um and hereditary a lot of people were like i don't know i don't really get it is it a horror movie is it whatever and that has been the widest success for me by far um and pig was the same way it was like what the hell is this thing you know this is just a it's a really i guess a good script but like what the fuck is going on it's just two people riding around and um, and it's been another really big, amazing success for me. So, um, or just a success in terms of people responding to it. Um, but and a lot you, of saw get, it.
0: Did you get what it might be just from reading the script?
1: Yeah, I thought I did. I think like sometimes with a movie, you're in a little club. It's almost like a little film club fan, film fan club about a movie. Uh, and anybody who's not on a set, who's not like that gets kind of booted out. You get kind of, or at least by me, I don't really, I don't really indulge in any people's doubt about them. If they're like, I don't know if this is gonna be good. It's like, we're, we're doing it, you know? So, so get out. Like, I think it's a little fan club of, hey, I think this is gonna be this. Yeah, I think it's gonna be this. And like, you have to think that in order to do it, it's just gravy if people like it. But mm. I've been in movies people don't go for that I think are really great and and vice versa.
0: But I mean, do you for, on, the, on the script of Pig, the thing that it is, was that apparent from the first read i mean it's
1: no i didn't think it was going to be that i mean
0: i mean not phenomenal not in terms of how the reaction has been but no right. no
1: i mean as a movie yeah. i mean as a movie i think that the phenomenon can never match what i feel the movie does like the phenomenon is really cool and that the response but the movie is is really special like when you watch it it's really got something it's really like a midnight cowboy kind of 70s ish thing that just doesn't come along very often so no, I didn't know. I, 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 but again, I didn't think about it. That's the weird thing is I try to think, did I ever think it was, and, and you don't do that. You just don't, if you start doing that, it's somehow, it somehow it's like it rots the fruit or something. It's like you kind of have to be like a bug and move with your brain stem and say, Oh, this did this. So I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do this thing. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm a Beatles obsessive. And I was just watching the Beatles documentary um, get back. And it's just so amazing seeing Paul just sitting with the bass and it's get back. He just comes up with the song and then they start playing get back. They don't talk about, oh, you know, get back could be like this. And they don't do that. It's get back. Okay, great. Now you play that on guitar. Okay, get back. And then it's that's fucking get back. You know, same with let it be. And he's just playing on the piano. And so I just think that's the way to move is through impulse and letting the magic come in and not clouding it with with what you think it's gonna be your perception and you know.
0: Yeah the many names of Sweet Loretta Martin is one of the things my favorite things that movie. It's you know like five different versions of it before they finally <laughs> I know
1: so many. They just they go through so many different also what about that great moment when he says um oh I forget it's because it's it's one of George's songs. Um it's it's all things must pass but he has a lyric where he says my mind's running away from the clouds. It, the lyric was like, the, the rain's running away from the clouds or something. And John goes, you know, you should say, mind running away from the clouds, more psychedelic. And that's it, right? That, he says it, George changes it, they move on. But that is amazing. Like what he did was amazing. He took kind of a cool lyric to a brilliant thought provoking lyric, my mind's running away from the clouds is so profound or, you know, whatever that Lyrica, so I, I try to move, maybe because I am such a Beatles obsessive, that's my speed is moving with inspiration and not looking back.
0: One of my great frustrations of the moment is not seeing that movie on a screen. I really, I mean, it was originally meant for that and then, I mean, it's eight hours long, but I I would still go Who to a movie theater. You're a Beatles obsessive eight hours.
1: Is- <laughs> That's, it's a day. You go. All my Beatles obsessive friends are saying the same thing that we all wish we could have sat in a theater, maybe had a bathroom break in the middle of it, and just—I mean, what's like? Who cares? That would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I reached out to Peter and asked him to try to make it happen, but I don't know whether that'll have any effect. But it's like you know, I know I'm sure he wants it too. But it's like no, just sitting there in that theater. I mean, the th- funny thing—I don't know if you saw his previous documentary about the—they um, uh, shall not grow old. But it was made for a British museum. And it's, was it? And it's like, it wasn't theaters for a little while. It's called They Shall Not Grow Old. It was about World War I. And he took all um, this footage and some of it's. Wait, color- sorry, wait, one second. Sorry. <laughs> I just told my dad, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's here. There you go. I normally have an 11-year-old to tell that to, so it's uh, perfect. He's at school, thank God. Thank
1: God. Yeah, uh, you're right. 11-year-old is the same as a, as a 69-year-old.
0: Very similar, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another room for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a loving kind of shut up.
1: Not mine. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, mine is. So mine was, it list that, hey. was
0: it Nick that attracted you to doing this first or yeah, was it? Was the first reason.
1: Yeah, he was the first reason. Definitely.
0: And so that was, it ended up being everything you were kind of hoping would be that relationship
1: every step. Well, the relationship way more, you know, I, I've been doing this a long time. I've never had this with anyone. And since, you know, I've worked with a lot of cool people and it's not the same. And so, I think my relationship with him is just really, really, really a rare thing you don't have with many people. Where we we became just best friends. There's no other way to say it. And really, uh, I think we've gotten to the point where we really need each other, which is is sweet and codependent at times. You know, we're really, really like we call each other about deciding what movies to do and call each other just about. Personal stuff and call each other when we're drunk. Always, um,
0: <laughs> I'm drunk.
1: Uh, the cage. It's the best. We have the best combos like that. Uh, but also, we have serious. You know, we've been, we've been through we've been through a lot together. I think that's also it. And he, we have a lot of just a lot of similarity. It turns out like a lot. It goes pretty deep in terms of just like, you know, uh, we his son is Tourette's and, and I have Tourette's and my whole family is Tourette's. And just so like, there's just a lot of stuff that, that we were both going through these kind of tough moments in our lives and we were making Pig and we kind of bonded up over that. And um, it was deep, it was just a really deep friendship. So I got everything out of what I needed from that experience, even if everybody hated the movie for Under the Sun. And it's just gravy that it really has, um, it really has, had the effect it's had but then it's funny how it changes a little bit how then you're like god i hope we get nominated for awards and you're like remember you were just excited that this movie got made it was made for like two million dollars but you get so excited and you get so invested you're like i hope you know we get to the top and people really like it but that's embarrassing to admit but it's the truth
0: well the strange thing about awards is that it's really not Uh, defined by, the end result is defined by what people like, but the process of getting to nominations, which allow them to consider what they really like, is just about a lot of things that have nothing to do with
1: it. it, None of it is determined by anything. I mean, I think it's all just this, I think it's poison, I really do. I think that whole thing, the lead up is kind of poison, but.
0: Well, it's its own thing. You know, it's truly its own, I would say it's the uh, Oscar industrial complex no, there okay. is a structure to it. And I always- I feel like
1: movies. the movies are like, there's like articles about Oscars like year like a year yeah. before and just stuff. And um, I don't know, I guess people get excited. You know, people love, it's like sports. You know, people get excited about, um, I just, it's so great when people are talking about how excited they are about a movie when it's not, when there's no other, like we should just be be so excited that the movie turned out the way it did, but still you just get swept up in this- I hope yeah. it gets more on hope it you know
0: it's hard it's and it's and I I feel bad for those who are kind of like swept up into it and are not it's not going to happen and I know it's not going to ha- I can see it's not going to happen because really the season is kind of set before the summer 85% of the way you can, you don't you don't know who's going to win in the end and all of that but you do know kind of what you know down to already down to 13 or 14 movies yes but
1: if that were the truth but, it would be a lot easier it's not that because well, it's it, not that
0: for you guys.
1: No, no. I mean, there's this weird thing that happens where there's these surprises and these jumps and there's these weird movies jump ahead. And so, I mean, yes, that's It's less true. weird than
0: you think. It's less okay. unplanned than you think, I think. think it's le- one or two, but generally speaking, it's amazing how they know everybody, everybody, because everybody's made the financial investment and choice to make that happen before the season even starts. I know. I know. Which clearly loved the movie.
1: This movie has really been in that discussion and that's um that's huge for a movie of this size. And you know it's Neon's
0: incredibly passionate and they love the movie, obviously. And um, you know, they're one of those companies that does try to break through uh, when it's not necessarily expected. So if you're gonna be pushed by somebody, they're the right people to be pushed by.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, who even cares? I'm just I'm just the movies out there, honestly. So the
0: experience in terms like of
1: Oscar or someone's going down, okay. Someone's going down. If I don't get an Oscar, you're going to hear from me Academy. You're going to hear from all of us.
0: <laughs> God, that's going on TikTok immediately. <laughs> <laughs> do you do any of that? Do you do TikTok and stuff or look at it even? Do you do any social media? Okay. Okay.
1: On Instagram occasionally, something will pop up. I saw this really funny one where the, where it's a gym. Um, <laughs> It's a gym guy and the guy is going to work out and the guy who's working behind the desk goes, have a good workout. And the guy goes, you too, you know, an accident. And then he goes, and they look at each other and they start helping each other with a workout. And then he's walking out and he's like, uh, he's like, all right, uh, uh,
0: what does he say? He goes, oh, I have
1: a good rest of the shifts. And the guy goes, you too. And the guy walking out goes, and then they start working the shift together. It's really, really funny. It's really- It sounds really
0: like cool. the old Warner Brothers cartoons. Really. I know. It, 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 sometimes yeah. it
1: like that, like little like Tom and Jerry cartoons. And some some
0: of them are just abysmal. Yes. Um, so uh, Werner Herzog once said of uh, while working with uh, Nick he, on uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Nicole, New Orleans, um, that it was that he basically his rule was Nick could do whatever he wanted, and everybody else had to stick to the script very strictly. And that way, you only had the, Nick kind of doing the wild performance, and everybody else was very very straight. Um, on this movie, he's kind of very internal, but you're still kind of the straight man to him in a weird, it's a, it's an interesting balance. How was that for you in terms of making the movie?
1: I mean, we saw myself as the wild one. You know, we saw I'm always yelling at him and always doing crazy shit. But um, I think we always saw it a little bit as like we were the odd couple or like we were Midnight Cowboy in terms of, uh, I mean, it was a buddy movie. It was a buddy movie. And we always saw that. And I think you play your, you got to play your individual roles when, when you're doing a buddy movie, but uh, we had the best time. Again, it was just not intellectual. It was just super what, re- what was required and being the best and the funniest and the most zeroed in and the most raw.
0: And did you feel in the groove all the time or a lot of the time?
1: Okay, so day one, we did this scene where I get really mad in the car. And I think I was so nervous that just one of the takes, I just ah, just started screaming and punching like like that, like, and everyone was, and then I was like, started the scene and Nick was trying so hard not to laugh. I remember this is day one and he was like, like that we're doing, and right after, he just starts laughing, he just goes, that was, Awesome. It was like that was fucking amazing. The director came in, like, hey, I don't know how that I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I just needed to do it for myself. And from then on, I was like, we it was a sprint. But I needed to do that because all the little just the I don't know, I, I needed to release to just go there to really just embody my emotions of like ah, doing one it was so epic the car started going it was crazy but we did that and i think nick respected that you know it's day one of this movie and and i'm a kid working with his hero and i just went fucking bad shit so after that we were two we laughed our asses off doing that
0: and when did you finally did you have a sense of was there a lot of extra was there other stuff or Was the movie that you finally saw kind of the movie you expected?
1: It wasn't what I expected and I didn't know it was going to be that beautiful. I didn't know it was going to be, but you know, man, it wasn't, it wasn't too different in, uh, in terms of shape and in terms of like, it's soul. It was kind of the same. It just was, it just was a little better than I thought, a little more soulful. I thought maybe be a little weirder, a little more jagged. But um uh it was just a little more special than I than I thought it was gonna
0: be. Well, it's very quietly directed. For a movie where there's that intensity going on a lot of the time. There it's a very the choice was very always to like have that simple frame. And keep it clean and you know let the performances happen within the the you know
1: yeah well he loves lynn ramsey and he loves nebraska and he loves um you know his, his i think his favorite might be um uh jim jarmusch he just loved that one movie so much with johnny Depp. what's that movie called uh, Black dead and White. or
0: not dead man yeah, yeah it's, isn't it called dead man or i think it was called dead man yeah
1: yeah Um, that's like his favorite movie. He's watched it a good jillion times and we watched it together. He loves that movie so much and he loves You Were Never Really Here and loves, and so it kind of became, I kind of knew, I knew what he was thinking in his head and yet the movie, um, sometimes we were doing so much, I just didn't know how restrained and how um, soulful it was going to be and how sad it was going to be.
0: I often thought that Joker was a remake of... uh you were never really here <laughs> it's kind of like joker was well yes that, that he kind of like took a lot of what that was that was so brilliant because i love that movie
1: i love you were never really here so much
0: and that joker kind of like worked that he that he todd figured out that that was a good template
1: oh that's funny that's not what i thought at all i thought joker was like more like a um I thought it was more like a remake of like King of Comedy, Taxi Driver, something you know, that, yeah. Real 70s kind of knockoff. But I actually was affected by Joker. I saw it in a the theater. I was one of the people who really really liked it. I just loved Joaquin in it so much and I thought it got to that kind of like school shooter dark id that is that was that moment that I actually feel like has softened a little bit, you know, in the in the American. I think so much we've gone through so much, but at that moment, I think it was 2019 Teenish, you know it was around and and that was it was very in the fabric of America what was going on and so you know there was moments of it being a little trashy a little um, not artful or something but that's kind of what I liked about it it was it felt in some ways kind of like a like like a pornographic representation of what that kind of mental illness is and I thought it was just really cool really smart how it, it and a lot of people saw it so I just I don't know, I appreciated Joker and I appreciated him and Joker a lot. Oh, yeah. But I, You're Never Really Here is like, a movie of the, of the past century. Like that movie deeply affected me. And that and guy, like Tom, who's a cinematographer, just like those shots and the sound design and, and, and just the, the dreaminess of it. It's just like a, it's just a, a dark mystical tone poem that affected me so much. I remember that and Burning came out near each other and both of them affected me in such a profound way i just will never forget i was i remember feeling like we're cooking like we we got some good movies this year i, I remember i don't know if they came out in the exact same year but i saw them in the theaters right near each other and i was very excited by both of them
0: yeah it's one of those movies that's so dark that uh people find it hard to watch but it is so fulfilling and so beautiful really
1: so delectable i mean it, its it's it's so like decadent. It's got so much going on like, and, and it's so delicious to look at the colors and the browns and his beard. And it's just is, like, it's a feast. So, yeah. so it softens the dark, you know, sex ring aspects of it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's such a loving thing. You know, it's not, if for something that it's on such a dark subject really. And it's such a dark behaviors. It's still, it's so much about love. And about oh. real, you know, giving of yourself.
1: He's like a kid. He's like a kid yeah. in that movie. He's like a. He's like a. You know, himself. He's really seems rested in his development, Joaquin. Like he seems really, like something's really up with him. And I and I and I love that. And I just thought, come on, come on. Oh my! God. I love that movie so much. Jesus, I mean, he's just. What is up with that guy? He's just the best, Joaquin. Like, can you just can you just turn in like one bad performance? He's just so good. And that movie, I think it's his best thing. And I've loved him and Joker, yeah. loved him. And you were never really here, but I thought, come on, come on, is of the finest of recent time.
0: Well, I think Mike Mills is brilliant. And, you know, I'm a big fan of 20th century women also. Um,
1: but beginners is, is the shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what do you take away from this now? Nick, I guess you take away.
1: I the- take I take... Uh, you know, I think it was probably important for me to, I don't know, I can't really intellectualize. I take the whole experience with me and I'm really lucky in that a lot of really great directors have reached out to me about it and in a way that's meant a lot. And the coolest was Al Pacino, like reached out um, to like the big people and just talked about a good, me and Nick were and I was like, God, just die like what what else do you need at that point like you're so like Al Pacino is the whole reason we're doing this like this is so I guess I took that from it and I got really lucky otherwise like what else can you take from it except being just super super grateful and then I get to talk to you about it it
0: kind of let it go or do you hold on to it emotionally for a while
1: I guess you have no choice but to let it go I think you inadvertently hold on to it for a long time but Right. I mean, just the thing you have to do is I think you just have to I, I guess it stays with you, you know, it's like a tattoo or something, but it doesn't it's not the same. You look at your tattoos every day, it doesn't have the same effect as when you first got them and, and it was like, wow, it's on my body. You know, this look at how special this is. And now it's just like something people ask about at the beach.
0: When you're getting old. But that's a whole nother story. Whole other,
1: whole other tattoo.
0: Whole nother movie. <laughs> Just, you're only the middle one. You're not even, you don't even get to play the whole character.
1: I, I, I'm really, I got, I was so lucky in that too. I really, I'm really excited to get to do that. I got to kind of, I'm the, I'm the messed up version of him. Yeah. But gee, that's not very nice saying I'm only the middle one. Come on, babe. Come on, DP.
0: It's just such an odd construction, you know, that, uh, that you, we only get, like where, how much we get of each of the actors playing your characters um, the younger characters, kind of like.
1: You know, there, you can do, you can go both ways. You can go the Irishman and, you know, at certain times be like, ooh, does that technology totally work? Or, which I love, I love the Irishman, but, you know, there's times where you're like, it, it takes a second to get adjusted to it. So we could have done that, but I kind of love the, um, it's almost like a play or something, people coming in. And, and uh, yeah. I think night is, you just go, whatever night says you do. No questions. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I, it's, I'm actually being told by your publicist what to do. So I have to listen to your publicist. <laughs> exactly. Almost as powerful as night, maybe more powerful than night in the moment. More, more, definitely more Very powerful.
1: But Michelle is. Ooh. Michelle's
0: lovely seeing you.
1: So great seeing you. I'll see you see soon. Hard work. What'd you say? You, broke, you broke up.
0: Work over the last couple of years. It's always been nice to see more.
1: Breaking up. Say it again.
0: It is nice to see more of your work over the last couple of years. Oh, great. Thanks, man. And I will uh, look forward to the next one.
1: Yeah, you too.
0: Okay. Take good care. All right. Bye.